Hello, hello. Today we're talking podcasting. And if you're listening to this podcast, you probably are a big podcast fan. Ever since I bought earbuds and discovered what a podcast even was, only a few years ago, I've been obsessed with podcasts. And today we're going to talk about how Jess and I started our individual podcasts because we have two podcasts now. So we have our own individual podcasts and we also have this wacky teacherpreneurs tell all podcast. And so we're going to talk about the story behind our podcast journeys and how we use podcasts to really connect with our potential customers and how we use podcasts to market our services and just, you know, why we started the podcast in the first place. So let's go ahead and get into this. Welcome to the Wacky Teacherpreneurs Podcast. Your hosts, Jess and Amanda, have been friends and teacherpreneurs for years. Along with their successes, they've had lots of failures, foibles, and fumbles. And now they're here to share it all with you. Stay tuned for some funny times and awesome business insights. Let's go behind the scenes of their teacher businesses now. Raw, unfiltered, real. Let's get started. I am super excited about this topic because not only are we doing a podcast right now, we are currently recording a podcast but we are both podcasters. And I think that's one thing that we've bonded over. It's kind of weird because we first bonded over Teachers Pay Teachers and all these teacher social medias. And then when we reconnected, we realized we both really love podcasting and podcasts. So I have some questions for you here, Amanda. Uh, Why, like, first of all, tell us what your podcast is called and then tell us why did you start your podcast? My podcast is called the Workshop Teacher Podcast. And why did I start it? I'm thinking back. I think I started it about four, three or four. I started it around the same time you started. How many years ago was that? Was that in 2019 or 2018? I started mine in 2018. Okay. So I think we were around the same. It was really weird. We started at the same time and we weren't really... I don't think we were talking much then for some no. drama. Um, and I I started it because, well, that was the year I discovered what a podcast even was, which is shocking because podcasting has been around for a while now. And I was in a meeting with my eighth grade team and they were talking about this podcast and they were like raving about it. And I don't even remember what it what what it was what what the podcast was called but I was like I really want to listen to this like how do you listen to a podcast and they showed me this like little little purple button uh app on my phone and I was like whoa okay that's what that app is so then what what do I do next and they were like you click it <laughs> I was like okay and then you search for the the podcast. I think it was unruffled. It was a parenting podcast about being unruffled as a parent. That was a podcast that they were recommending. And then 
from there, everything just my world opened up. I was so obsessed with listening to podcasts and I would listen to educational podcasts. I would listen to business podcasts, parenting podcasts, self-help podcasts. I mean, I, I was like hooked. Um, and then I discovered Kelly Wise's um, podcast called Chalk Full of Life. I think that's what the podcast was called. She stopped recording re- um, a few a year or so ago, but I just... I fell in love with Kelly really through her podcast and just, she was really all about teaching teachers how to change their mindsets and just really all about that. And I was very much into that. And, um, and so I just fell in love with her. I felt like she was my best friend, even though she didn't even know me and she was just always in my ear And I love talking. I'm a talker and I love sharing ideas. And before this, I was very into um, going live and doing live videos and talking to people. I mean, that's how we met Jess through Periscope and just, you know, just always going live and talking. And so it occurred to me that I could start my own podcast and be in other people's ears. And I, I really wanted people to fall in love with me. (laughs) so and I wanted to be in people's ears sharing my ideas uh and so it really wasn't like oh I want to make some money or you know it was more like I just love podcasts and I have a lot to say and I love talking and I really think this could be easy for me and so what I did was I started I it, it occurred to me that I had all these blog posts And I was like, well, what do I do? Like, what do I even talk about? I'm not sure. Like, how do you even figure out like what you're going to say? And so I just decided, oh, I'll just read my blog posts. (laughs) And so I started like taking old blog posts and just reading through them and talking off the cuff too a lot. Um, And the technology, that was a little bit of a hurdle. So I think that's the next question, right? Like, how did you start it? Uh, I used a lot of YouTube tutorials, (laughs) honestly. And so I discovered like you need Audacity and, uh, or some sort of recording software. I chose Audacity. I love Audacity, but it is, there is a sharp learning curve with Audacity, um, just learning how to use it. And it is free as well. And so you need, that. And you also, I also chose for some reason, I chose SoundCloud as the hosting service. Um, And then, yeah, I mean, that was it really. I just had to figure out like, okay, what, what do I use to record? I bought a microphone. I think I already had a microphone actually, because of Blab when we were going live on Blab a lot, that old app that's now gone. And so then I, yeah, I just started reading my pod, my, my blog post and I started getting a lot of people emailing me, telling me how much they love my podcast. And I never really had that before, you know, like I never had people emailing me about my blog posts or about my TPT products, but there were people that were just like, I just feel like I know you, Amanda. And so I, I did feel like, oh, wow, like this is it. I I feel like that of all the platforms that you can market on podcasting 
people spend the most time with you on there and they really start to get to know you personally and, and feel, cause there's a lot in a person's voice. You can really hear authenticity. You can hear nervousness. You can, I don't know. I'm very attuned to that kind of thing. Uh, and so you just, it's very intimate. Um, so yeah, I don't know. What's the next question again, Jess? I think you you answered all the questions. (laughs) Do you, do you use, uh, your podcast to market products and services? I think that's our final question on that. Yeah. So I just did a webinar and every time I do a webinar, I tell my podcast listeners about my webinar. So anything that's, um, that's going on, I talk about it in my podcast, but I also always refer to the blog post because I'm still doing that. Every time I write a blog post, I record a podcast about the blog post. And so I'm killing, you know, two birds with one stone, right? And so I'm constantly like, if you want this resource, or if you want, you know, in my my blog post, I'm always talking about like a product or, um, you know, some sort of link to a chart or something like that. And so I'm constantly referring back to my blog and my blog has a pop-up and it, um, you know, it's always trying to capture emails of people. And so, yeah, that's how I use it to market my products is by just constantly sending people to my website and my blog. And now I use this tool called Fusebox, which is really cool. And so I have a page on my website in, on amandarightnow.com. If you click podcast, you'll see that there's this really cool kind of page. And I'm using this plugin called Fusebox to make that page um, appear on my podcast page on my website. Does that make sense? So yeah, I think it's just a really great way to to um, become like be discovered by people who are interested in what you have to say, and also to build a relationship with those people. I have, I mean, as soon as I publish an episode, I can see because of uh, I I embed the SoundCloud player into every blog post, and SoundCloud has all sorts of analytics. But it, I can see like every time I publish a blog post. I get like 50 people downloading the episode. So I know that I have like 50 really like people who love the podcast because they listen to it immediately as soon as they get the notification on their phone that it's been published. So that's really cool too. Yeah. I've always really loved it. When I go to your blog, I can see your podcast embedded into it. So it's really cool that you were able to share those tools with us. I love that. Yeah. So let's get to you and your podcast. So what's your podcast called and why did you start it in 2018? It's kind of funny because (laughs) I don't think my podcast is that possible anymore. It's called Healthy Teacher, Happy Teacher. Because I was on a quest to be a healthy teacher and a happy teacher. And I was sort of wondering how I could do that. But I started it because in 2017, I got a new job as a tech coach and they sent me to ITSE in San Antonio, which ITSE is one of the biggest technology conferences in the United States. And it was sort of a perk of becoming the tech coach is that they had this extra money to send us to ITSE. 
And and so Etsy's kind of confusing. It's uh they have just probably I I'd like to say hundreds, but they might even have thousands of different sessions you can go to. I mean, it's just it's a monstrous tech conference and you just randomly like you don't really know what you're doing your first year there, so you're just kind of stumbling into sessions and it's kind of like the TPT conference, but we're talking on a way grander scale. TPT conference, you might have 10 choices on what to go listen to. It's probably over 100 choices at any given hour on what you want to learn about. So I did go to some how, how do I be a technology coach for my school sort of sessions. That's what I was seeking is how could I fill this new role? What do technology coaches even do? And a couple of the sessions I went to, they were like, you know, if you don't know where to start, one thing you should focus on is how can you bring more technology into the teacher's lives? How do you bring them more technology and make it really easy for them to digest? And they're like, first, you should start finding podcasts to listen to about technology. And if you find these podcasts about technology, whatever little snippets or clips that you get from it, you can type those out, put them in the lunchroom or wherever for the teachers to read about what you just learned about on these podcasts. It's like a really easy way of transferring information to them. So I was like, cool. So I started listening to a podcast called Google Teacher Podcast. Uh, with Matt Miller and Casey Bell, because my school was a Chromebook school. And I wanted the teachers to, we did everything through Google and I wanted them to start understanding the Chromebooks better. So I started listening to that. And then that brought me to, uh, I believe it's called House of Hashtag EdTech with Christopher Nessie. And uh, that podcast, he had a bunch of podcasts about starting a podcast. <laughs> He was like, and he, because he just talks about all things ed tech. And so he just talked about his own podcast and it was a three part episode of like, what kind of equipment do you need to buy? How do you get people to listen to it? Like, how do you put this online? And, and so then that's really listening to those two podcasts. I listened to them every day as a tech coach, I would come in and while I was reading my email in the morning, I'd have both of those podcasts going. Well, not at the same time, but <laughs> I listened to both of those podcasts. I wanted to hear every episode that both of those podcasts had to offer. And I binged listened to every single, my first few months as a tech coach, that's all I did is I just listened to Google teacher podcasts and the house of ed tech. And I just, I just tried to absorb all the information so I could really become like, I wanted to become this technology guru at my school. So that's kind of how I got into it. And then I think after listening, binge watching all their binge watching, binge listening to all their episodes, I felt confident enough that I could start my own podcast, but I didn't start about technology. I just wanted to talk about being a teacher. So I called mine healthy teacher, happy teacher, because I just wanted to tell my story as a teacher and sort of work through my own health issues on the podcast. I just wanted to talk as myself. I didn't want to be in a little box of just ed tech or just other things I talk about, like picture books or literacy or middle school. I didn't want to be in a box because I've never really known where I was going in education, where I wanted to stay. So I made sort of a generalized teacher podcast so I could talk about whatever I wanted. And that's been really cool. And so that's how I learned to start is I listened to the House of Ed Tech and and just he kind of went over different microphones, hosting platforms, 
And then that's when I started to understand, oh, okay. So first you need a microphone. Then I had learned a lot about WeVideo at Etsy conference. And so I learned not only edit videos for YouTube, but I learned how to edit a podcast. So I love that you can use one platform for both podcasting, YouTube, professional videos. You can use this one uh, platform called WeVideo. And at the time, I had a free subscription being a tech coach. I got a free subscription for two years. That really helped me out because I learned a lot about YouTube and podcasting through WeVideo. So, and then I, I hosted on Buzzsprout because I just like the platform. I like the interfaces. I wanted it to look a certain way, but be really easy to use. So that's what I did. And that's sort of my story. I never really, I didn't really market products and services, but since I do talk about my life, I have made sales in some ways because I've, I've had, I've made sales through different things I saw on social media. It's helped build my social media. It helped build my brand as a whole. Like I still get people emailing me about the podcast. I, I, I haven't podcasted in about a year. <laughs> I kind of dropped it because teaching is so stressful. And I just like at last year, I, I wanted to be really careful about the information I was putting out into the world because of admin and problems at my school. I didn't want anything to like shine a light back on me for anything. So I sort of gave, gave it up a little bit, but I love how I can pick it up whenever I want. And like I said, I have used it to sell things. One thing is I go on these yearly teacher trips abroad and I lead groups of 20 teachers uh, through a company called Book Bag Tours. And every time I go to a new country, I talk and talk and talk about it on my podcast. And I've sold a lot of trips through the podcast. I, I do get a um, I do get a little bump uh, in my pay. I get I get, uh, you know, a certain amount of money for every trip that I sell. So and I have sold some trips from people listening to the podcast. So I think that's really cool. And then there's just been a few other things over the years that I've been able to, a lot of affiliate marketing stuff. When I did HelloFresh, I sold a lot of, of my HelloFresh boxes through my podcast, just talking about one time I had an episode where my husband, who we call Whimsical Hubby, but his real name is Anthony, he <laughs> came on the show and we talked about 10 things we had learned cooking with HelloFresh boxes. And it was like a really fun episode. And yeah, I sold a lot of boxes through that. And I've done a lot of uh, just random affiliate marketing. A lot of, um, you know, sometimes I find like a really cool coupon website and I just talk about the coupon website. And all of a sudden I'll have like, you know, seven to 10 people sign up for the you know, the affiliate. And I, I get a certain uh, dollar amount for every person that signs up. So anyway, it's just been kind of fun like that. And I think it's just a way to spread my brand. Yeah, yeah. Speaking of affiliate marketing, you made me, you reminded me that I always, when I talk about books on my podcast, I always use my Amazon affiliate link. On this podcast, I'm an affiliate with YDP. And so we, I've been linking that in the show notes um, and also Rank IQ. I hope we do an episode on about Rank IQ because I'm a, an affiliate of Rank IQ, which is an SEO, really cool SEO um, software. And by the way, it will link everything that we're talking about, like including all the our favorite podcasts that we mentioned in this episode in the show notes. Um, but yeah, you're linking things in the show notes is a really great way to get to get um, 
affiliate marketing money, right? Like a commission, but you always have to um, say that it's an affiliate link, like legally. Uh, so yeah, I mean, I think if you love talking and you, you know, you like being an affiliate for different companies or you have a blog, like podcasting is, is really fun. And I think it's even more fun doing a podcast with someone else. Like, you know what I mean? Like, and you can pick like my podcast. I have not, I've not interviewed anyone yet on my podcast. I mean, I'm thinking about it, uh, doing that in the future. Um, but yeah, I just, I, my podcast is just me just spouting off things, <laughs> you know, like we're talking about my blog posts, but there are a lot of podcasts that are, you know, done like in partnerships like ours or like where you can interview different people. Like, um, I think one of my favorite educational podcasts, and I'm sure everyone who's listening knows about it, Cult of Pedagogy. I mean, that's like the number one podcast, educational podcast out there. And she does like a combination of uh, sometimes she'll go on there solo and talk about things, but she also does interviews. So you can do kind of a combine combo situation. And I think a lot of people get hung up by the technology, but it's really not that bad. Once you have it all set up, it's quite easy. Wouldn't you say? Oh, yeah. I mean, you just really need a good microphone to record and then you pick a platform you're going to record on. And that's, it's not, it's really not that hard. And you can, like, I always ex explain to people what I've experienced with WeVideo. It's like layers of a cake that you're building. And like, if you have video and audio, that's two layers of your cake. But if you're only doing a podcast, that's one layer of your cake to edit. And you're just looking for any inconsistencies in uh, the sound quality. And a lot of times, like I even have an automatic enhancing feature now on Buzzsprout. I just click the button and I don't even have to edit anymore on WeVideo. It's, it does all the editing for me. So it's kind of cool. Um, I think it's really easy to start. It's, I know a lot of people freak out over the microphones, but honestly, I've even heard people with a little clip on $20 microphone on their lapel, right? And they've, they've done beautiful podcasts just with a little clip on microphone. It's just so much better to hear a voice come out of a microphone than it is your computer, your computer speaker microphone it just never sounds as good as an actual microphone and i think that's the only thing that you really need to you find get yourself a microphone and then find a place that you can record well and we should put we both have the same microphone and i love this microphone i really think it has a high quality sound and it's not that expensive i think it was like 50 bucks so I'll put the affiliate link uh, for the microphone. I could put yours in. You can be the affiliate for our microphone because you're the one that told me about this microphone. <laughs> if you so, have an affiliate for it, you use it. <laughs> <laughs> cool. Well, do we want to say anything else about podcasting? We both love it. I think you need to pick up your Healthy Happy Teacher podcast back up because I bet there are a lot of people that are really needing that podcast right now and yeah i did record like three or four episodes last year and i didn't release them because i was just really struggling at school and i felt like 
almost paranoid. Like people at school were out to get me and they were going to find my podcast and use it against me. (laughs) Oh my goodness. I'm just saying, I mean, it's the life of a public school teacher, right? Like you never know, you never know. But I was just not feeling my best emotionally last year, but I did have some good, I had a lot of, I, I recorded a few episodes about what it was like teaching in the pandemic. Like, and for me, I taught, I think nine months online. And then we went back to school in real life for the last few months of school. And it was really challenging going from like online, being able to mute all the kids (laughs) to having like, I had half of them back in the room, half of them still at home. And I had to do hybrid teaching at the same time. And I did record some episodes about that. Um, and, but I think maybe people are getting bored of talking about hybrid teaching and, but it was a big cornerstone of this whole teaching career and what a weird time to be a teacher. So I've thought about, oh, I should just release those and then move on to this year's. Now I've had another career change where I've left the classroom and now I'm a librarian and there's a lot of stuff to say about that. Yeah. Well, and you could even record yourself saying, Hey, I recorded this episode a year ago. And I really think that it's an interesting episode, you know, like you could do like a little pre-record before the actual episode to kind of explain, I don't know, why it would be relevant today um, for people to listen to. I still have a few really loyal fans and they, they do write me every couple months, like when is the next episode coming? (laughs) People really get into podcasts like you. I think it's a lot easier to build true fans through a podcast than any other social media because people are more likely to listen to you the whole time. And really, like you said, a voice says a lot about a person. You could tell, you know, you could tell a lot from listening to someone's voice. Yeah, no, I've gotten super emotional on mine before. I think I've even cried. (laughs) And you could totally hear that in my voice. Where's that pom pom? By the way, you were gonna do a little. It's right here. Pom pom. By the way, and now we're at the end of our episode, so we don't need it. Yeah. Well, if you want to see our fun Game of Thrones backgrounds and our silly faces, um, go check out our YouTube channel. I think we have twelve subscribers now. Yeah. I can't <laughs> believe we're growing so fast. Yay. <laughs> Are you being sarcastic? <laughs> Me, I'm never sarcastic. Oh my goodness. Okay, thanks for All right. Listening. Thanks for listening. Bye. Bye. Thanks for listening to this extremely serious episode brought to you by some truly wacky teacherpreneurs. Visit our website, wackyteacherpreneurs.com to get more support growing your business. Please leave us a five-star review. And remember, if you share this podcast with 10 other people, you have good luck forever.